Hey man, when I drop this beat right here, I need everybody to get up. Hello and welcome to the Minds Unlimited podcast, where we empower others by changing perspectives. I am your co-host, Dr. Jay Duncan. And this is your other co-host, Just Z. And if you're joining us for the first time, we appreciate you. Welcome. We hope you hear something that you really like. Mm-hmm. And if you are coming back, whether it's a second time or 90th time, <laughs> we really, really appreciate you sticking with us along the way. Make sure you continue to share this mm-hmm. uh, so that uh, the Mind Zone Limited podcast gets out there. Absolutely. Now, I don't know if you guys have noticed the difference between this episode and last episode, but we can breathe and talk. And I know that that may sound weird. If you listen to the last episode, we had told you that we had unfortunately got COVID and you can probably hear it in our voice, but we are proud to say that we're back. We're excited and we can talk with full oxygen in our lungs. Yay. Woo-hoo. Yes, ma'am. Well, so mostly indeed, but in it, I think it was very appropriate for this thing called adulting to be working and to be doing something that you're passionate about and to be vulnerable with the different stages that you're in. And with that said, with, in this thing called adulting, we will be dealing with being okay with being by yourself. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I can be the first to say. Being with yourself as an adult. At, oh, yeah. I can be the first to say that this is not common amongst vulnerability, self, for a long period of time, but also a lot of people that I've worked with. Um. Let's take it back, shall we? Flashback music. So as I grew up as a young lad. Oh, my gosh. This is a whole throwback becoming Dr. J. Duncan's story. Absolutely. So I grew up um, oldest of three siblings. Um, but I, I grew up in, in the spaces where I think I enjoyed having, like, my mom's approval and approval of friends and people around me, right? I don't think there's anything innately wrong with that. However... There is a little secret that I carried with me for the longest. And that was when I was by myself, in other words, not attached to a group of friends or not in a relationship with a special lady or anything of that nature. I did not know how to be by myself. You know what I mean? Like I did not know what it meant to be JD cool, just spending this time alone you know what i mean i felt i felt like when you're alone you're bored and i equated that with not fun or not, not interesting non-productive but when you're with people it's the time it's what you look forward to you go all week head down studying if you're you know studious or whatnot but the weekend you're with people and ideally mm-hmm. you're with friends or people that you're in relationships with right as you get older the party time kind of dissipates if you will let's say especially if you're picking up more responsibilities then that whole spending time with other people and having a large numbers of people around you at all times isn't as realistic sometimes people are able to sit in those moments where they're by themselves and have some to themselves time and be okay with it others like myself when i was in the long times question my value or falls into what i called at the time seasonal depression 
but really it was it was anxiety about me being with me. I was a stranger to myself alone. Ooh, that's deep. And I feel like I have a unique perspective on this because as an only child, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't really an option. <laughs> so Real at talk. some point, I was going to be by, by myself. <laughs> I feel you. It didn't make it uh, any better that it seemed that the culture and you know messages around you really validated this thing about having your crew or entourage or having people with you that just validated your worth. This is how I knew this in me because I can even tell in my relationship patterns, there are some seasons where, you know, you might've gotten out of a relationship and you ask yourself, should you give yourself time to heal or should you just hop back in a relationship to relationship or say yes to people, even though you're not really ready to say yes to people. Right. Right. I, myself would say yes at times to where I needed to say no and be cool with being by myself. Not saying that you just need to close your door and be in the room by yourself. That sometimes is necessary, but it's also okay to, to when you are lonely, find things to do that please you. It's like read a book, look at a movie, go for a walk, get ice cream, whatever it may be. The thing is I had access to all those activities, but would not do a lot of those things when I was by myself because I deemed myself to be lonely or not, you know, up to par at that, that moment. Correct. I feel like I hear the same story told with like stars in their entourage. A lot of them say that they have a lot of people around them because when there are people around, they don't have to think about themselves. That's real. That's real. So I would love to hear your perspective uh, only tell confident just Z. <laughs> what what is it? What does this even mean? Like this this that that be okay with being by yourself. Imagine it hits different. I'm all ears. Yeah. What's up? Um. So I think that it's just like anything has pros and cons, right? Uh-huh. So the good part is when it comes time to be by myself, it's nothing new. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay, well, yep, live this. No big deal, right? Uh-huh. But then it's almost like sometimes people take for granted the the validation piece of not being by yourself, uh-huh. of finding a group or finding friends or siblings that support you or will be like, no, it's not weird that you like this or eh, it's different, but you know, it is what it is kind of thing. We love you anyway kind of thing, right? Okay. And so sometimes you take yourself too seriously or too hard on yourself because you have Mm -hmm. no one or nothing to validate the things that are of self, right, Um, before you discover the self-love and all of that stuff. Okay. Um, So that's kind of from where I come, but also realizing, and it took me not a long time to realize that at the end of the day, who do you have, right? Mm -hmm. And not in an isolation kind of way, but in a, you know, doing something for me is going to make me happy. I'm happy. I do better in day-to-day life. I do better in day-to-day life more things, you know, fall into place for me kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of 
where I exist in it. It's kind of that fulfillment comes from within for me. So I always love how you compliment every story because I can see how that can reign true and have a lot of benefits, but also have a lot of cons, right? And I think the same on, on the side that I explained. And I, I purposely wanted to start off that way of my story because from our perspective of, of a person like me that always viewed that, oh, well, I'm afraid to be by myself, I'm afraid to be by myself, it is not as much so much about being by yourself because ultimately I believe that it is good to be in a community it is good to be belonged. It's good to love others, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not the being. It's the being aware of self that I've yes. learned is the key. Because you can be so much by yourself that you're not aware of your place in the community. But you also could be so tied to other people that you're not aware of your own identity. Correct. Correct. That's interesting. Or the age old, right, in a room full of people and you feel by yourself because you have detached from the situation or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Or have unhealthily attached to your thoughts or whatever. So Yeah. <laughs> what? True. <laughs> so here's a, a little a little um vulnerability moment for me. Um at the time where if someone were to look to get looked at my life and saw that I had the most amount of people around me at, at a certain period of time. I believe that I felt the most loneliest because though mm. my life was busy, I had a lot of things going. I was traveling a lot. I was doing dance battles, one, two, and three. At the end of the day, when nighttime is nighttime, I still didn't have anybody that I felt like I could be the full 100% me and genuine with. And I think that those moments are important for me because it wasn't until I was able to appreciate being able to explore and talk to myself and really look at myself and be aware and appreciate self. Yep. That's what I was going to say. Like, it, do you think it was because you were so self-critical that you felt like you couldn't be your 100% self or you maybe feared being 100% yourself? I honestly, I don't know. I, I don't know what was first. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But what I do remember is at the end of the day, looking at others, thinking that they got, they whatever they understood i didn't understand like they got the magic touch they got somebody that at the end of the day they can share with this that, and the other i was in full-blown uh partnership in a relationship i was in cruise i was you know in relationships but didn't feel alive or in relationship and i know some people can hear that and understand what i'm saying like you could be in but not be aware that you're in and fully feel it wasn't until i was vulnerable enough or got <laughs> humbled enough. I'll Oof, say that. Yeah. It wasn't until I got humbled enough to where I had to spend time becoming aware of myself that I fully, be- I fully believe that I was able to love others extremely, extremely better than I was before because I am now aware of self. And uh, it, ironically, there's a scripture that I, I read. I won't go into preaching to other people, but it was talking about like searching for God with all thy, thy mind and heart. And then after that, the very next commandment is love thy neighbor. To me, it was as, as thyself. So to me, thank you for that preacher. To, <laughs> to me, I was like, yo, 
to me, define God is for me in my life is really the more you understand about searching for him, the more you actually are searching for yourself. Mm -hmm. So really he's not asking you to like uncover the mystery of him. He's more like, yo, find your reflection. And if you can't see yourself, look at me. And if you can't, you know what I mean? If you don't know who I am, look at you. So when you find self, it is possible then to love your neighbor as thyself because you understand who. Mm-hmm. That's why so. folks behave. Oh, oh, say <laughs> what? <laughs> they, they, don't, they don't love thyself, so you can't love nobody else or something that you ain't got. Hating. Dang, dang, see? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hating. But on a, on a real personal level, like, I believe I was a loving person. But I'm an understander of self now. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't have it mastered, but I at least know, you know what? I love this person. This person needs some space right now. Because I love them, I can look at them and say, yo, uh, you good. Because when I get irritated, I need space. Mm-hmm. Or I can see my faults. I might still be gung-ho on my fault. I might, because I can debate. Right, <laughs> I might be able to debate, but at the end of the day, I can see myself in that Master other person. Master debater, president you know, you of debate club, you know, you varsity know. four years <laughs> in a row. That's oh. Doctor J Duckin. In case y'all didn't know, yeah. But uh, <laughs> but be it's something else when you're able to be uh, emp- have that empathetic perception mm-hmm. when you can. Sometimes, even when you're debating, you say, okay, 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 okay. But for real, for real, let me see myself in you. If I was in your situation, well, what I understand where you're coming from. I, I still disagree with you, That's but I it. understand where you're coming from. That's the one. Now, because of that, I can show you some love that I couldn't show you when I can't even identify me, even in you, because mm-hmm. I don't know me. You know what I mean? I want to talk about how no one prepares you for that in adulthood. Like, I feel like people... <laughs> But again, I feel like it's a generational thing. Like, I feel like our generation now is very much like, be true to who you are, be introspective, find out things about yourself, take time for yourself, right? And I feel like the generation before us was more so putting into us, yeah, you can be your own person, but not too much, especially for like, black people. You can you can be your own person, but not too much, because then you won't be accepted. You won't get a job. You won't, you know what I'm saying, fit in. Uh, you'll be labeled this way or whatever, <laughs> right? And so at the end of the day, when we take off all of our masks and personas and lashes and curl our hair in the shower and whatever else, right, we only get to spend so much time with our actual self. Mm. And at that point, we're preparing our actual self to go out and be a representative. We're, so mm. we don't get that much alone time with who we actually are. That's a sermon in itself. <laughs> Real talk. And but no you, one prepares us for that. And you know, you know one of the, the culprits of this, I think the culprits of this is broken generations because as I heard you say that, technically that's like two generations. But imagine if we was in a community to where all of our generations were connected. It wouldn't just be, in our cases, because some some people's parents are not really that that old, older than them, and you consider yourself an adult, right? But my grandma is over 100 right now. Can you imagine the generations between her and me? Wow. 
And with that, she has something totally different to say than people that are in their 80s. Absolutely. Which I would consider a huge gap of generations for me, right? Mm -hmm. So imagine if they're all connected, then I would have some generations telling me I need to play the part, do this, that, and the other, and represent my best. But then I would have a person like her that has lived past all that to be like, you know what, in the end, you know what's vain? All that stuff you're trying to be. Be yourself. But unfortunately, we don't have the connections with the generations that have lived that long built into how we operate in this society. So, yes, we're going to have some brokenness because literally the communication and learning curve has been cut off. <laughs> like, yeah. if you all the lessons that me and you are going to learn in our lifetime, if we don't talk to the generations in the future, they're going to go through some of the same stuff and then say that, that no one taught it to them. And then we're going to be sitting there like, y'all youngsters don't listen. <laughs> Man. You know what I'm saying? Man. So, love that. Ooh, man, you deep. You deep without even saying it. (laughs) Love thyself, but that's a part of us. And and unfortunately, Mm -hmm. we're disconnected with even the other generations of us. Yep. And it's not to say that we can't, right? Because some people are permanently disconnected from their generations before them. It's not to say that we can't. um, But if you have that opportunity, then know that it is something that is a part of loving yourself um, and being alone in that sometimes because <laughs> not everybody is going to love you for loving yourself, okay? You are a genius. Then here's the thing, because I, I have this thing. My gift is to be able to pick up on things from people, right? And without you talking, I'm hearing you yell. I'm like, dang, <laughs> Z, that's deep. So one of the things that you inferred was that being – okay with being by thyself or with thyself also included who you really are culturally, mm-hmm. who you really are without the makeup and without the curls or me without the suits and this, that, and the other. There's a piece of identity mm-hmm. that you have to be along with, not just the physicalness, but the identity. Correct. If you identify as a, as a person that gets some solitude by reading, sometimes you might need alone reading time. You know what I mean? You might need to be in the who you are, not who you have presented yourself to be. So it's not the, the you know, the number of people around you sometimes. Sometimes it's the authenticity of the energy that you are in. Absolutely. Ooh. Absolutely. And uh, <laughs> real is always going to look fake to the untrained eye. Oh, oh my okay? God. Spit it to him then. <laughs> Spit it to it then, and then real also recognizes other real, mm-hmm. it, and it doesn't have to look the same. Uh huh. You're right. <laughs> there's different stages of development, and it's still real. Okay. I don't know that. A caterpillar is still a real butterfly. Oh. Just hasn't <laughs> okay, <laughs> hasn't meta- popped out the cocoon. You know okay. what I'm saying? <laughs> meta four, meta five, meta six. Okay, out here's letting them know. Um. So this thing called adulting. Why does this episode even matter? If you haven't gotten it all the way up to this point, I think it's almost safe to say that you may not have lived enough intentional experience of this. I say intentional because sometimes people are, you are blessed to have a lot of people in your life and you've never been alone. Alone enough to ask the question, who am I? Without (laughs) without referencing yourself to other people. It's something when you say, okay, who is the source of me Without comparison. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I wonder. By yourself. <laughs> All by 
No, I'm just kidding. Because getting to know thyself will once again allow you to love others by choice mm-hmm. with confidence. Mm-hmm. I say the word confidence because mm-hmm. that is one thing that lacked in those times in my life without other people. I thought that they were my confidence. Preach, preacher. Having 15 people wanting to follow you around and be cool with you meant that I was confident. No, I mean, I looked confident. Oof, yeah. I started to be confident, and then I can talk to 15, 1,500 people and speak the same thing and not have to have all those people follow me around. You don't have to follow me on Twitter or Instagram. It's nice, though. It's nice. <laughs> you don't have to subscribe, but it's nice. Absolutely. Right. You don't have to share the podcast, but it's nice. <laughs> Because that wasn't the intent for the creation, but that is the intent for the community as far as the tribe, creating the tribe, is to, to be confident in the in the source and give it out. Yeah, that's real. I'm okay with being by myself, but I love being chosen by someone else that's also okay with who they are. Yep. Now, we two little bunnies in the pot. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. All right, you guys. So hopefully you heard something today that you liked. Hopefully you heard something today that resonated with you. Who? You. (laughs) (laughs) And spend some time with you. Mm -hmm. Take yourself out on a date or take a nap with yourself. Mm -hmm. You like that last part? Nap. Yeah. All right. That's what's up. (laughs) Got real low when you said that. That's what's up. Well, as always, the smallest change in perspective can change your life. Peace. Peace.